for being online tonight uh, for training in the word. Uh, we have a good training tonight. And um, so give me your undivided attention for the next 45 minutes. And uh, we'll glean some important information um, that I think is a blessing. We're in a series on walking in the freedom of Christ. And um, just for minutes, I'm just trying to make sure everybody's on. We're going to get into this. Um, Jesus Christ died to set us free. Um, and that has to be a revelation to you in order for you to uh, maintain your freedom uh, in Christ. We're going to go through some things to conclude the fact that you are in Christ. And based on you being in Christ, we receive these benefits uh, as a bona fide believer. Now, this is going to be a great year, a fascinating year for us. But there's some things we have to uh, do, like anything. Uh, Holy Spirit, we thank you for another opportunity to come before your presence and to minister truth to God's people. You are the teacher. Teach us tonight how to walk in the freedom of Christ. Let revelation flow unhindered by any satanic voice or force. Keep us in freedom this year. Let us watch out for every plot, plan, scheme that Satan has waged against us. And Father, help us to merge victorious every single time. Thank you for these that are online. Father, I pray that their situations you're dealing with, that you will answer, minister to them in a mighty way. We give you praise and glory for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Now. And starting out tonight, as we minister walking in the freedom of Christ, I said to this to you last week, I'm going to say it to you again, and we'll get it. The power of freedom is not in a person being black or white or any ethnic group or race. The power of freedom it is in the power of being born again in Christ. The power of freedom is being born again in Christ. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to stress to us uh, this year. So you're not basing your freedom on the outside. You're basing your freedom from the inside. The only person that can hold you back is you. Your race can't hold you back. Uh, your color can't hold you back. Uh, the only thing that can hold you back is you not knowing who you are in Christ Jesus, which is very, very important to all of us to have this powerful revelation on the inside of us. Now, what I want us to do now is go to 
Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. Now I'm going to read it to you at the message Bible because that's where the Holy Spirit told me to start from. And he made a statement to me, and this is why I'm going here. I said to you in just a few minutes because it's very important that we get a hold of this. Amen. Now, again, Jeremiah 29 and 11. We're going to read a little bit here in the Message Bible. And then I want to say something to you that the Holy Spirit want me to say to you. It says this. In Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Excuse me, there's something in my eye besides my eyeball. Now it says, this is God's word on the subject. As soon as Babylon, 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 excuse me, hallelujah, is uh, Babylon 70 years are up, means 70 years are up, means there'll be no more bondage. When the 70 years are up, and not a day before, and bring you back home. It goes on to say, I know. Now this year, you must understand that God knows what he's doing. So it don't make a difference what's going on in the world. He must keep the revelation that God says he knows what he's doing. He said, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Now you think about 2023. He said, I know what I'm doing in 2023. I have it all planned out in 2023. Plans to take care of you in 2023. Not to abandon you in 2023. Plans to give you the future you hope for in 2023. Wow. Did you get a hold of that? Give me that again. He says, now I'll show up. He said, after the, after the 70 years, uh, now the day before, I'll show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. He said, I know what I'm doing in 2023. I have it all planned out for you in 2023. Plans to take care of you in 2023. Not to abandon you in 2023. Plans to give you the future you hope for in 2023. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's a good prophetic word for all of us. And then in verse 12, it says, now, when you call on me, when you come and pray to me in 2023, I'll listen. Verse 13, when you come looking for me, you'll find me in 2023. Yes. When and here's his very here's the very important statement that he wanted me to stress to you this year. When you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else in 2023, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed in 2023. God's decree. Oh my God. He says, in 2023, I'll turn things around for you. I'll bring you back from all the countries which I drove you out. 
God's, God's decree bring you home to the place for which I set you off for exile? You can count on it. So now he's declaring some things that I'm going to set you free. I'm going to get you out of abundance. And here's the things that I'm going to do for you as, as I get you out of abundance. And this is where we're going in 2023, ladies and gentlemen. He's setting the course for us. And if we can be serious about this, because he said, if they tell them that when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. Now, he's giving you a promise, ladies and gentlemen. So this year, you must make sure you're serious about finding God. Finding him more than anything else. Amen. That he is the forefront in your mind. He is uh, on your heart to be obedient to what he tells you to do. And he says here, ladies and gentlemen, that if you will do this, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. My, my. Now, I want you to get a hold of that tonight. Because as you walk in, in the freedom of Christ, because now Jesus was never disappointed. But you know what? He was serious about finding his father. He was serious. He wanted him more than anything else. And because he did that, his father never disappointed him. He blessed him. He answered him. He anointed him and took care of him. This year is going to be a great year. And all we got to do is stay serious about him. Don't let anybody cut off your seriousness with Jesus with the Holy Spirit, with the church. Are you listening? Keep him first place in your life. And he says, you will never be disappointed. Praise God. Oh, my God. I can stop preaching right there and say, praise God, amen. We'll give you enough to inspire you to do all that you need to do on behalf of Jesus. Now, Again, before I go to the next scripture, I want to give you this again. He told me to tell, he said, tell the body of Christ, they must be serious about seeking me this year. And when he did that, he took me to the scripture to make sure you had ammunition in your time of meditation. When you come looking for me in 2023, you'll find me in 2023. Yes. When you get serious about finding me in 2023 and want it more than anything else in 2023, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. God's decree. When God's decree, that means that he's standing by with his very existence. It's a prophetic decree. It can't be broken. It's something that he set in motion. And ladies and gentlemen, all we got to do is follow suit. I'll turn things around for you. I'll bring you back from all the countries which I drove you out. God's great. Bring you back home to a place uh, that you were sent off in exile and they had got into trouble and they turned their backs on God. And God says, listen, I'm going to give you a second chance. I'm going to bring out abundance. But all I need you to do is be serious about seeking me. He said, you can count on it. And so God wants you to count on him this year. He wants you to depend upon him this year. He wants you to look towards him this year. He wants you to have faith and confidence in him this year that he's able to do exceedingly above all you ask or think 
according to the power of God that worketh in you. Now, in in doing this, um, we stay free. I want you to listen close. We stay free by loving the truth in Christ. We stay free by loving the truth in Christ. We'll get that. We'll show you that. We stay free by you loving the truth. So you have to become a lover of truth. All right? You have to become a lover of truth in Christ. And we'll give you the reason why. In John chapter 1. Go to John chapter 1. Go to John chapter 1. Well, John chapter 1 here. And this is what it says. John chapter 1, verse number 16. John chapter 1, verse number 16. Notice what it says here. And of his fullness, in the King James Version, I'm reading out the King James Version, and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace verse 17 for the law was given by Moses but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ grace and truth came by Jesus Christ so Jesus when you begin to love truth, you begin to love Jesus because Jesus is truth. Everything about him is truth. In him, there is no lie. <laughs> Amen. Now, can we take this little step up? Go to be John chapter 14. John 14. Come on, sit with me. John chapter 14. And verse number six. Hallelujah. We stay free by loving the truth in Christ. Now, in John chapter uh, 14, verse six, Jesus said unto them, I am the way, I am the truth. I am the light. No man cometh to the Father except by me. And notice what Jesus is Jesus is declaring to us. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Are you listening to him? He said, I am the way to true life. I am the way to true life. You see, true life is a life of freedom. You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So in Christ, 
who is allies now. Because the Bible says, therefore, if any man being Christ, he is a new creature. So Christ lives in us. We'll go get a little bit further in that in a few minutes. But here you see Jesus make a deck. I am the way. Okay, there's no other way. I am the life and I'm the truth. So when we begin to love him, we, give, we begin to love his way. We begin to love his truth. And we begin to love his life. See, this is what we're called to do as sons and daughters of God. Now, go with me to Colossians. Colossians. Colossians chapter 1. Go with me to Colossians chapter 1. Okay, we're going to go as slow as we can because you need to get a hold of this. See, everything you and I am or can be will always be through Christ. We do not have the ability to set us free. Only Christ has the ability to set us free. That's who the Son set free. Is free indeed. Now, in Colossians chapter 1, verse number 27. Well, we started 20. Yeah, 27 would be good. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of his of this mystery among the Gentiles. So this mystery among the Gentiles, but he says he's revealing and making it known to us. And here it is, which is, here's the, here's, here's the mystery, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. Christ in you. So the truth is in you. You must recognize. You must appreciate. You must apply your life, your mind to the truth that's on the inside of you, which is Christ Jesus. Now to have Jesus on the inside of you and not do anything with it is really a waste because you have to utilize him on the inside. He's there to make you better. He's there to help you to be better. He's there to keep you as a conqueror. He's there to keep you in victory. He's there. That's his job. All right, the Bible says he's sitting at the right hand of the Father where he forever make intercession on our behalf that we will stay in the freedom by which he's given to us. Now, verse 28 now, whom we preach to one in every man and teach in every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. A word perfect that means mature, to present you, to present you in maturity in Christ knowing that Jesus has set you free from every ounce of habit, sin, disease, like whatever it is, Jesus has already paid the price for you to live above that and for you to live out of that in him. Amen. So now Christ in you. So we live from the Christ that's in us. And as we do, we focus on him and we do what he tells us to do according to the word. And see, that's one thing we fail to do 
is recondition our mind to Christ that's on the inside of us. Okay, Jesus, if you say this is the way I'm supposed to live, I agree with that and I'm going to live that way because if you don't agree with it, you will not live that way. Amen. Now in this same word, not only is Christ in us, but the Bible says we have been given the mind of Christ. Not only do we have his spirit, but the Bible says we have his mind. Okay? Now, let's go back over to, let's see. Mind. Okay. Let's, let's look at, well, we hear Colossians chapter 2. And let's see. Colossians 2, 5, and 7, I believe it is. Praise his name. Yeah. Colossians chapter 2, verses 5 through 7. For though I be absent in the flesh, Paul's talking to the church at uh, Colossians, yet I'm with you in the spirit, joining and beholding your order and steadfast. And steadfast, praise God, of your faith in Christ. Verse 6. As we have therefore, as we have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord. And notice the next five words. So walk ye in him. <laughs> walk ye in him. Now, he wouldn't tell us to do this if we couldn't do it, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have received Christ, walk in the freedom and in the power of Christ. In the Amplified, it says this. I'm reading that the Amplified in, in, in verses 5, 6, and 7, because I want you to fully understand what it's saying to us as we walk in the freedom of Christ. Paul says, for though I'm, I'm away from you in the body, yet I'm with you in the spirit, delighted at the sight of your standing shoulder to shoulder in such orderly array and it, and the firmest firmness and the solid uh, front and steadfastness of your faith in Christ that the leaning on the entire human personality on him, that Jesus, in absolute trust, confidence in his power, in his wisdom, and in his goodness. So now on the inside of us, we have his power, we have his wisdom, we have his goodness. So those things keep us in freedom. Those things keep us free. When we recognize that they're on the inside of us, we can keep them activated. Verse 6, as you have therefore received Christ, which you have, even Jesus the Lord, so walk, regulate your lives, and conduct yourselves in union with and conformity, conformity to him. Now, ladies and gentlemen, he just told us 
when we at the beginning, he says, I just need you to get serious about seeking me and finding me. And if you do, you won't be disappointed. Why? Because these are the benefits that you realize on the inside of you, ladies and gentlemen, that you can walk in Christ. You can walk in the power and the wisdom and the goodness of Christ every single day of your life if you pay attention to Christ on the inside. Amen. Verse 7. Here we go. Having the roots of your being, that's yourself, your spirit, your soul, and your body, firmly and deeply planted in him, fixed, founded in him, being constantly built up in him, becoming increasingly and more confirmed and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. I'm telling you what, when you realize what Jesus Christ has died for you, you're going to be overflowing with thanksgiving. You're going to be thanking God all year long for the good life, the power, the wisdom and goodness he has been planted in your life that you can be free in the year of 2023. Hallelujah. It's attainable. It's reachable. You just got to make the necessary adjustments to make it happen. Now, and he gives us the ability through the mind of Christ to tap into the uh, wisdom, the power, and the goodness of God. Now, go over here to me, go with me to 1 Corinthians. Let's see, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. Now, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16 now. Verse, and, and the King James, for who have known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him. So you can't instruct God. God is instructing you. So you can't tell God what to do. He's going to tell you what to do. And you will say, yes, sir. I hear you, I'm obedient, and I'm, you know, follow through on it. Now, in the same verse, notice what it says. But we, that's you and I, our brothers and sisters in Christ, we have the mind of Christ. Now, this Bible would not tell us we have the mind of Christ if we didn't have it. So you possess the mind of Christ. Now, whatever you do with it is on you, but you have it. See, it's one thing to have the mind of Christ. It's another thing to develop yourself in the mind of Christ. See, now I have to develop myself in the mind of Christ. You know what? You begin to think like him. You begin to uh, see what he sees, say what he said, do what he do. Why? You have his mind. You have his spirit. You have his word. You have his anointing. You have his power. You have his witness, his wisdom, and you have his goodness embedded in you. What you mean you can't win? What you mean you can't do it? Yes, you can. And yes, you will in 2023. Now, go with me to Philippians chapter 2, the book of Philippians. Now, 
it's very important that you get a hold of these truths, ladies and gentlemen, because it is the truth. And when you go back and meditate on it, it becomes realer, more realer and realer to you when you grab a hold of it. Now, in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 5, Philippians 2, 5, in 1 Corinthians 2, 16, it said, we have the mind of Christ. Over here in Philippians, Paul is encouraging the, uh, the saints at Philipp Philippi. Since you have the mind of Christ, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. In other words, develop the mind of Christ on the inside you, just like Jesus did. You know, Jesus studied the Bible. He studied uh what they said about him, they studied how he's supposed to operate, they studied how he's supposed to, you know, he studied how he's supposed to flow and, and conduct himself under the law and so forth and so on. And he did. I mean, you, you go through the scriptures and you find out how he walked along with the word of God. He didn't deviate, he didn't detour from the word of God. Amen. Now, I'm going to prove it to you. Go with me to John. Go back to John chapter 5. Because see, if we can see it, then we know we can do it. Because he, the Bible says he is our example. Jesus is our example. Praise God. And if he did it, you and I can do it. Now, in John chapter 5, notice verse 19. John 5, 19. Notice what it says here. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself. The Son, he's talking about himself, can do nothing of himself. But what he seeth the Father do, for what things soever, he do it. These also do it the son likewise. So you see, Jesus wasn't just operating on his own, ladies and gentlemen. He was operating based on the truth that he knew about him. And that kept him in a place of successfulness and, and a place of victory and a place of freedom. In the Amplified, it says this. So Jesus answered them by saying, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you that the son is able to do nothing of himself of his own accord, but he's able to do only what he sees the father doing. But whatever the father does is, does is what the son do in the same way in his turn. In other words, he mimicked the mind and the ways of his father. You and I now, do the same thing with Jesus. And when we mimic Jesus, we're mimicking the Father. He told Philip, he said, when you see me, you've seen the Father. So when we operate in truth, we operate in the truth of God, which is the truth of Jesus Christ, and that truth keeps us free, ladies and gentlemen. But you got to operate in it. You can't one day, okay, I'm, no, every day you got to live right. Every day you got to live holy. Every day you got to live clean. Every day you got to forgive people. Every day you got to love people. 
these things are required as a bona fide believer. Every day you got to thank God. Every day you got to pray to God. Every day you need to praise God. All these things are part of your freedom. Amen. So now you must get in the word, follow suit, and watch God do what he said he's going to do. Amen. Now, notice this. He said, I am serious about doing what my father wanted to do. So I'm not going to just do what I want to do because I can't. Because he could have. He could have did. He could have chosen to do what he wanted to do. But he made a decision. A serious decision. I am going to follow and be obedient to my father no matter what. Ladies and gentlemen, you must make that same serious decision in 2023 so you can stay supernaturally free in Christ Jesus. See, nobody can make you do it. You have to pursue. You have to uh, yield to it. And then when you do, Christ comes along. Here comes the anointing, removing every burden and destroying every yoke off your life. And you're able to live a fulfilled life in Christ. Now, in the same chapter, John chapter 5, let's look at verse 30. 5 and 30. St. John 5 and 30. Now, watch this. I'm almost finished. Stick with me. We're almost finished here, all right? I can. Now, notice. Jesus is saying this. I can't on my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of my Father, which he has sent me. See, being free is being free to do what the Father put you on this earth to do without being under pressure for the world to be something else. Because, see, the world don't want you to be free because they're bound. The world don't want you to be happy because they're sad. Amen. The world don't want you to be full of joy because they're depressed and oppressed, everything else. But you must make your mind up. I'm not going to let the world pressure me and moving outside of the Christ that's in me. I'm going to stick with the word. I'm going to stick with God. And I'm going to live a full life of happiness and joy and tranquility. Because this is what you have when you live in Jesus. When you let him live big in you. And you shut down demons and devils from telling you to do opposite of the truth. Because the Bible says, oh, okay. Thank you, Lord. Go to John. Go to John. You, you, you in John chapter 9. When I was praying that, uh, decreeing that, he said, go here. So I'm following the Holy Ghost. John, uh, see. John chapter 8. Yep, John chapter 8. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I want to look at two things here. 
uh, John chapter 8, verse 28. Watch this. Then said Jesus unto them, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father have taught me, I speak these things. Now notice the commitment Jesus had to following the ways of his Father. See, he was moving at an apostolic level that kept him at a high level of freedom because he would let nobody be in him or bent him to do something else that God didn't want him to do. He stayed true to the word. He stayed true to his calling. He stayed true to his commitment of doing what the Father put him on this earth to do. And you and I must take, take that same mindset because let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Now, this is the mind of Christ. I'm showing you the mind now so you can have it. Verse 29, I love this passage of scripture. And he that have sent me is with me. The Father have not left me alone. Now you need to get, you're not alone, ladies and gentlemen. The Father is with you. Jesus is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. 24 hours in a day. 365 days in a year. And every 60 seconds is in a minute. They're right there with you. All right? Then it says, for I, and here's what we have to do this year, when we become serious about Jesus, for I do always those things that pleases the Father. I do those things that pleases my Father. But the Father have taught me that's what I do because I want to please my Father. And when I please my Father, I stay free. I don't get bound up with people. I don't get bound up with, uh, with you know, situations or circumstances because I stay in the truth. And the truth makes you free. Now, let's go down to verse number, well, I better read this. Go to verse 31. It's up as our theme for the year scripture. Then said Jesus unto those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Verse 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Verse 36 goes on to say, if the son therefore have, shall make you free, you shall be free. You shall be free indeed. Shall be. Mean there's nothing else need to be done. It's complete. Now, but you can't let these outside demonic forces, these outside demonic suggestions tell you anything different from what the truth is telling you to do. Are you listening to me? Now, why? First, go down to verse 42. Go to verse 42. Jesus said unto them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but the father sent me. Verse 23, why do you not understand my speech? Even because you can't hear my words? Now notice what he said in verse 44, ladies and gentlemen. You are of your father, the devil. Notice what Jesus is telling them. You are of your father, the devil. And the lust of your father, you will do. 
he was a murderer from the beginning. Watch this. And he abode not in the truth. So whatever he's going to tell you is not going to be true. It's going to be a bald-faced lie. And don't you fall for it. Don't turn me off now. Don't you fall for it. You don't fall for the untruth. You fall for the truth. Because there is no truth in the devil. Well, just think if there's no truth in the devil, then those that serve the devil, there's no truth in them. Why? Because, because we serve Jesus and he's the truth and, and the truth is in us. So we serve out of that truth. Well, then if they were the devil, it's the same way on the other side. So if the devil's in them, uh, so there's no truth in them. So they subject to tell lies. They subject to, you know, say things they ain't supposed to be saying. Why? Look at it again. I didn't say it. It's in the Bible. Because there's no truth in the devil. When he speaketh, he speaketh a lie. He speaketh of his own. For he is a liar. And the father of it. Wow. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. <laughs> he said, I'm trying to tell you the truth. I'm trying to tell you the truth, but you're trying to tell me the lies of the devil. No, if God say you heal, then you heal. Then walk around and say, well, you know, I'm sick. Well, that's the lies of the devil. See, you have to go with the word of God. Stick with the word. He said, if you stick with me, I tell you, you won't be disappointed. So that devil will come with all kind of shenanigans and all kind of sins and all kind of stuff for you to look at, to twist your mind, uh, to twist your vision, to twist your imagination, to twist your perception. And get you outside of the truth. But Jesus said, I am the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. But he just told us, he said, but not the devil. The devil is the father of lies. He's not going to tell you the truth. He's going to tell you the very opposite of the truth. He's going to tell you what against what I'm telling you to do. Because there's no truth in him. So the devil ain't going to ever tell you to do what's right. <laughs> <laughs> not unless he's trying to get you to do something that's wrong because he is the adversary and he means you no good that's why we stick with the word and we just don't listen to the words outside of God's word because whatever, whatever facts you deal with in your life faith change facts to the truth it might be a fight that you deal with something in your body, but the truth says you are healed. It might be a fight you deal with ch challenges in your finances, but God says that I'm, I'm and He says, My God shall supply your needs according to the rich and glory by Christ. So He says the very opposite of what the devil says. See, now 
And so you have to be willing to say what God says. Why? You have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. So now let that mind be in you. How do I let that mind? I speak truth. I don't get caught up in the lies of Satan and deception and perversion. No. No. We're not going to do that this year. Why? There's so many blessings God has for you. Blessings beyond your wildest dreams. And all he needs you to do is stay serious with him this year. Stay focused. Stay determined. Stay committed. Stay dedicated. Stay separated from the world. Because they're going to come with all kinds of stuff to get you. Oh, why you do this all? But no, 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 no. You're not falling for those lies. Because those lies will put you in nothing but bondage. And Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundant. That's a free life. He said, but Satan come with those lies that he may steal, kill, and destroy. He do it with lies, y'all. He doesn't do it with the truth. All right? Listen. I'm pulling for you. My faith is with you. You're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ that loved you and gave his life for you. So, so this year, be smart. <clears throat> be smart in Christ. And let Christ live his life through you. And when you do, you realize there's nothing greater than being free in him. Christ, the hope of glory. Amen. Well, I pray you have enjoyed this training tonight. I told you it was going to be a good one. Praise God. Hallelujah. I tell you, it's going to be a good one. Now.